0: So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle brought to you by Fullscale.io.
1: And
0: we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Normally I'd say hi, Matt, but I'm going to say hi, Lauren, Andrew, and Matt. Hello, guys. Hi. What's
1: up? <laughs> What's it, up, other
2: it,
0: Matt? Yeah, it is time for the episode 1,000, fifth birthday, 4 million downloads extravaganza. Yeah. That's where we would normally insert the, the stadium noise. Well, you know, here we are. And you know the weirdest thing has happened? This is the 1,000th episode of Startup Hustle. Tomorrow is Startup Hustle's fifth birthday. And... We just had our four millionth download. How do you get all that stuff to happen all in the same couple days?
1: Consistency.
0: I don't uh, know. I think. Is it, I don't even, yes. I feel
3: isn't like that, that weird? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That. And you know, I had, I, I mentioned that to a couple of people and like, oh, did you plan that? Nope. It was the natural production timeline. Yeah. It all happened anyway. Well, happy birthday guys. We're five feels good to feel good i feel like five and startup years is like 75 so um it sounds about right watson you should turn your microphone on
2: i'm I'm, I'm ready for kindergarten i'm five
0: five years later matt has learned how to turn on his microphone anyway we've got an extra special version of the show all four of us are here Together, and we're going to talk about so much stuff before we get started. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by FullScale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult, and FullScale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Visit FullScale.io to learn more. Who knows how to say those lines in their sleep?
3: I dream about it sometimes. You do? That's what I like to hear.
0: I'm happy to do
3: that. Quickly and affordably, man. Quickly and affordably. So I want,
0: I want to I want to start the episode by with a couple a couple things in our timeline. So first off, the very first episode, Startup Hustle, aired on December seventh, twenty seventeen. Five years ago tomorrow, episode five hundred aired on. January 13th, 2021. So look how long it took us to get to 500 as compared from 501 to 1000. And we celebrated our 2 millionth download and had that episode on August 27th of 2021. So much like most startups are aiming to do, we have had a hockey stick trajectory over this last second half of the timeline but you know i think first off we'll start ladies first i mean lauren how does it feel reaching this milestone
3: uh i mean it it feels amazing like surprising nobody it's awesome yay i don't think there's like any one of us who are gonna be like well it's super shitty but we're gonna get through it together uh but i don't know i mean it feels like a huge honor for me the only reason we have made it this far is because people continue to listen right? True. I I just feel really, uh, honored and privileged that people come along on the journey with us.
0: I think the next in line, let's, let's give the guy who did the first many episodes with me. And I guess we could say the co-founder of the podcast in general, Mr. Midas, I mean, Mr. Mr. Watson, the other Matt.
2: You know, it, it's crazy to me that we've done this for five years and, um, you know, have to thank all of you for your, your help host, you know, being co-host and everything, but especially Matt, who has done, you know, a huge part of the work for five years. So a lot of times, you know, I'm just Ron Burgundy. I come in and just do the thing and walk away, but he's doing a lot of work behind the scenes. So big, thank you, Matt, for keeping this going for five years. Here, here. Not
0: me. I'm not doing the hard work. We'll get to that in a second. Mr. Morgans, how do you feel about this milestone?
1: It came up quick. I think uh, we were talking on a road trip recently, and uh, I just didn't realize how many downloads we were getting monthly, and um, was quoting old numbers. It just like you know, you just I feel like a year ago came and went so fast that um, that last episode we did uh, can't believe it was August last year. So just um, it's been an amazing. I think I've been a part of the team as a host for since twenty twenty, and. Um, it's been an awesome journey. I think like I've met so many people men and women through this show. So I'm just really thankful, not only for the listeners, but for all the guests that have jumped on and, um, you know, gave value. I I really enjoy it. You know, for,
0: and thank you for your, thank you, Mr. Watson. If it wasn't for Matt and I sitting down one day and we're like, you know, we should do a podcast. Well, what should we do it about? I don't know. Let's just not do it about being successful. Cause that's already been done. It feels pretentious. And I was like, you know, we should just tell people how it is. And I was like, you know what? I think I could get behind that. So we sat down to write out a, 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 our first couple episodes, which, you know, the first episode one was welcome to start a hustle. Episode two was titled getting funded sucks. And I feel like that set the tone for what later became. We also, went ahead and marked every single episode explicit because we figured that if we were going to talk to entrepreneurs about entrepreneurship, the idea that we were going to probably get through 40 to 60 minutes of discussion without anybody swearing was, was probably impossible. Now, at that time, the whole podcast was, was a Yeti microphone that we all sat around in kind of a kumbaya kind of way. Actually, Lauren, that is the microphone.
3: Yay! Oh yeah baby. Lauren
0: has Lauren has the original OG microphone.
3: Are you telling but, me that I have a piece of startup hustle history you do. and I didn't even realize it?
0: You do know oh. Andrew, you Andrew, you were once a guest and you got to do the 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 huddle around the microphone and in and, and my office kind of thing. Do you remember that?
1: I think it was probably my first five or six, maybe even more like was in the office. Uh, I definitely did quite a few in there the first couple of years. I was just like I was like Amazon check-in or Amazon update. The yeah. Amazon update events. Those were a lot of fun. I loved that office. Well, it
0: was about episode fifty that we actually got serious about our microphone game. And um, funny, funny note: we actually recorded episode fifty with Donald Hawkins and forgot to turn on the new microphones. Do you remember that, Matt? Yeah, and had to redo it. Yeah. We had to have them come back. We had, we had, uh, yeah. So you love and you learn. Now, you know, with that, I mentioned that I think that all of us have the easy job. We show up and talk. And, you know, with that, I got to thank a whole lot of people. Let's start with Jessica Powell, who keeps the ball moving on so many mm-hmm. different things. Is such a planner. She's the the queen of the show. If you She's ask my MVP,
1: me, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if it wasn't for all the work that Jessica does, um, I'm not sure we make it to episode 1000. So thank you, Jessica. I also want to thank Joey at the Full Scale office in the Philippines, um, who is is noted here as our death from a thousand cuts savior. Um, Joey handles so many different things from coordinating all of, I mean, there's a lot that goes in. Like after we hit stop on the recording, there's People that listen to the show, they create blogs around it, images, the promotion of it. Uh, with that, we've got Hannah, who works on QA. We have Teenie, who is the quoted as the set list queen. And uh, would we be able to have good shows without these set list guys? No. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so th- there are people that make us sound and feel a lot smarter than we might actually be. Um, you know, Daryl, the COO at FullScale for dealing with negotiating our, with our sponsors. Mitch Lee, he's the guy that makes the audio happen. Uh, we got Merrill and Andrew that handle blogs. That's right. Two different writers go to StartUpHustle.xyz if you want to read those. Um, and, you know, Kyle, our marketing manager at FullScale, who in 2020 joined us and has helped Keep so much stuff moving forward. So thank you to everyone that has helped make the show go. And with that, I also want to thank our sponsors, Full Scale. That's our company, Matt and I's. Silicon Valley Bank, Gusto, Universal Registered Agents, Lending Standard, Launch KC, Chat Desk, Equip Double Wix, and the Economic Development Corporation of Kansas City. Thank you, sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, in regards to sponsors, we made it 300 episodes before we even started mentioning our own company or brand. And one thing that we have done terribly, and I'm going to ask our listeners to give us a reprieve, please scroll down and click that fifth star or that subscribe button. We have been so bad about asking you to do that. And we've also saved you the effort of listening for us shill for your reviews or fifth star. So please help us make up for that. So we said a lot of work goes into hosting a podcast. Andrew, why do you do it?
1: Well, um, for me, it was like whenever I was asked to be a host, initially, uh, the pandemic was happening. And it was an opportunity. Um, I had been speaking a lot and um, was trying to push my business that way. And that was gone. That was taken from me. So um, you know, I was, I wanted to stay connected. Uh, Startup Hustle was a way for me to just try something new and push myself into something new. I didn't know it'd be like honestly the thing that I enjoyed the most. Um, you know, getting to talk with people outside of just the Amazon industry has been awesome, just across e commerce and entrepreneurship, just opening up my network, um, you know, opening up my, um, my, I guess, my breadth of like, who I get to talk to on a, on a weekly basis has been amazing. I love trying to bring value. I like you said, it's a show by founders for founders, and we just try to talk about the real shit. And I try to bring that every week as much as I can. Um, You know, whatever I'm whatever I'm going through, whatever the entrepreneur that I'm talking to is going through, I try to pull that out, where we're not just talking about, you know, plug your email into here use this kind of headline do this amount of characters but like just real shit getting to know people um so i do it for the listeners as much as um for myself to continue to educate i think it's an amazing way for me almost every single week to at least get two three four hours sometimes of talking to some of the most brilliant minds i've ever talked to so uh, i do it for myself and i do it for everyone that's listening miss conway
3: I mean, Andrew said it really, really well. I I love storytelling, and uh, so so for me, like I get to, I am privileged to tell the stories of innovator KC members, uh, just total badass founders. Um, you know, I I love the topics that I get to explore. Um, but yeah, I mean, very, very selfishly, I like to talk and I like to, to hear stories and I like to learn about people. And then I really, really like to make the entrepreneurial journey easier for the badass founders, the awesome startup leaders that that we know of and even those that we know of, we don't know of out there. So so there are a lot of reasons. Um, you know, it's not always easy work, although our production team makes it super easy on us. Um, but I do it because I just, I love it. I love it so much.
2: <laughs> Mr. Watson. You know, I just love talking to other entrepreneurs. Um, I really, really enjoy, um, learning from them. Um, you know, maybe I can provide some, you know, tips for them along the way through the podcast as well. And I think I've told you this recently there, I think there's part of me now that enjoys more, uh, talking about the work than the grind of actually doing it. <laughs> i'm, get, I'm getting I'm getting that old that, i think
3: no matt you you've <laughs> earned that
2: <laughs> so i I just love I just love talking to people about business and, and let's be honest, in our normal day to day lives, there's not a lot of people we know that we can have those same conversations with, right so it's great to meet just totally you know random people from all over the country and over all over the world and and geek out about business and entrepreneur topics so
1: I think that's really what I was getting at is just like, you know, we we live in these bubbles of Amazon for me, you know, I'm just living and breathing Amazon e-commerce and then just get to talk to someone from Israel or from the UK or from Germany or all over the world. Really. Um, I know we pull, I, I've been pulling in guests from like Russia, um, just people dealing with different things, different types of business, different angles. Um, it's super amazing. And if people are not tuning into everyone else's guests I know we have a wide variety of who that is. Um, but yeah, just absolutely enjoy it. I, I
0: enjoy it for all the reasons that you mentioned. And, you know, like all three of you, I, I share a uh, commonality and in, in my love for the show. I've, I think that Startup Hustles provided me with an education that I wouldn't have had. Uh, Without it, you know, I've learned so much from so many different people. And then I think one thing that I think all of you will agree, you know, we're all from Kansas City, and this show has originally started as us, you know, kind of spotlighting and highlighting the entrepreneur and startup scene in our hometown, it clearly grew past that, but I've enjoyed showing the world. Um, and we'll, and we're going to get into some stats later and stay tuned. Cause we're going to do our first ever game show and I'm going to donate a thousand dollars in honor of a thousand episodes to the charity or organization of anyone's choice that were to win that. So, yeah, I think that, you know, um, I've enjoyed the interaction. I've enjoyed just doing this with you guys too. You know, like I look at all three of you as, as extended family in that regard. And, you know, I'm hoping that the show has helped your business, your organizations, or maybe even your sanity on some days, because I think that talking to other, like Matt said, it's hard to find people to talk to that, that go walk the walk and go down the road. I've had a great opportunity to talk to many people. And, you know, with that, I mean, Watson, when you think about your favorite or, or some of you, the memorable episodes that you've, you've participated in, what comes to mind?
2: Well, we've talked to some amazing entrepreneurs, you know, Larry Holt, Sandy Kemper, uh, Russ from Fairship, Russ Mark I mean, a lot of different people that I think were uh, amazing to talk to, but I was thinking about this as we were prepping for the show. And honestly, one of, one of the episodes I always remember that was just the weirdest for me, was the lady who did victorian hair art <laughs> that that was the one that always like i can't forget like, yeah. yes yeah because that, yeah. that to me that was just like it was so interesting <laughs> so different
0: yeah Lauren, what about you which which episodes that you've been in involved with stand out
3: um so i really like i I like most of the episodes that I'm involved in, but the ones where I get to talk about like kind of ethereal topics tend to be my favorite. So like when we're talking about like matters of ethics or like new industries that are now like unregulated and it like how do you create ethical products? So so there's there are a few where I've gotten to do that. Um, you know, talking about uh, privacy and AI, um, and that was like personal AI, Suman uh, Kamaganti, I think his name is. Uh, that's not his last name. I'm sure I, I just butchered it, but that was a really interesting episode for me. I just did one with another uh, med tech founder where we were talking about you know, medical ethics and, and things like that. So I really like those where you can kind of pull at the thread of, of new industry and, and talk about these really, I guess... Philosophical topics. That's when I tend to to be at my best as a host. I think, Andrew. Oh, I
1: <laughs> well, I wrote down. Uh, it's hard for me because I don't listen to all of them, guys. um <laughs> but I'm stoked that we have ten people on the full scale team that do. It's like guaranteed ten people per my episode, and that makes me feel good. I'm, like,
0: <laughs> I'm locked. Most in. of your downloads, actually. Let's just get that.
1: Most of your downloads are. Come from our internal. Team. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah. that. Like it's part of. But it. they're big um, fans. They're big fans. I chose to, I chose uh, using community and content to drive sales. I want to be specific. That one was with Carlos Alvarez. Uh, he's a great friend and an amazing entrepreneur down in Miami. Absolutely kills it with. Uh, he, I think he exited five uh, e-commerce brands last year alone. So he's an absolute amazing guy. I had him on the show a couple times. That was a great episode. He's really outside the box with ways that he drives content. And then um, the family entrepreneurship episode, uh, that was a special one for me, I brought in my sisters. Um, and I got to chat with the three of them individually, just about building a business together. Um, you know, and what that looks like. And that one was fun, just because I was hitting a milestone. And uh, it's usually just me, and I got to bring in kind of uh, the the women behind me at, at Marknology and got to highlight them. And that was, that was a lot of fun.
0: You know, I, I think about memorable episodes. And I got a few one, uh, there was an episode where Watson had a couple too many lunchtime cocktails.
2: <laughs>
0: and I heard that, about this one, um, and which led to someone somewhere leaving a review. That's the episode that that listener started on. And, uh, um, and they got mad about that. Um, was that the food I, truck one? Yes. Yes, yeah. and by the way, I want to point out that two dudes from Kansas City, when asked what the most popular kind of food truck was, we both gave four or five answers without saying barbecue. What? Yeah.
3: How dare you! I know. How under dare the buff
0: you? on that one. I also <laughs> think about like I I've got you know my episodes with Sandy Kemper were always great. I think that Sandy's love for the show. If you're not aware, Sandy Kemper is a personal mentor of Matt and I's, um, he's been involved with full scale in some regards, and he's also the CEO and founder of C2FO, but Sandy comes prepared at a level that no other guest has. Um, and just says some really insightful shit that I get off the episode and I'm like, man, I got a lot of work to do. Um, just thinking about like trying to get at that level. What's up Lauren?
3: Oh, I was just going to say, did you do preset questions with Sandy?
0: No, Sandy. Well, Sandy gives me the questions Ah, and maybe one of the only, yeah. And I always give him a hard time. So we've done, he's been on a a few times and Matt and I have hosted them. And I, when we switched to our format and that's right, uh, you know, if you haven't figured it out, listeners, our format is one host, one guest, um, which changed the format a little. We'll talk about that down the road. Um, I think also memorable episodes. Do you remember the lady that got really mad at me Matt, that for me saying that once I had a daughter, it changed my view on, it changed my worldviews a little bit. I was like, God, she was so mad. I didn't mean to offend anybody, but I did. And then another one, uh, Zach, the CTO of Linktree, uh, said something to me that has always stood out. And I asked, I often ask similar questions and I said, what's something you've really learned about entrepreneurship? And he said, the tough reality that sometimes the people that got you from level zero to 10 are not always the people that get you from uh, level 11 to 2000. And it's so you true. Know, just, yeah. Just some interesting things that, you know, you talk about like what one, line or phrase that someone can say to you that will stick out. Now, you know, so much of this is about topic and so much of this is about people. Andrew, do you care more about the topic or the person you're talking to? Like how do you assess if you're excited when you sit down to record or not? Uh, I try to set the expectations. I'm always all really excited for every guest.
1: I'm always excited to get on the podcast. I'll be honest. Um, if it's a topic that I personally am like, living it gets a little exciting for me like if it's like like i just talked about supply chain and like supply chains my world i'm like source supply chain it might sound boring but it's like that's lauren's favorite topic i just i know a lot that like it's like the questions come natural i know what i'm trying to learn and i just feel like i can like really get in there um but also i'm i've been pleasantly surprised so many times like uh, just just talking to a guest. You know, some of them come in through my own network and others just come in by requesting the show or any number of reasons. And so not every time do I know them or have I met them. And I'll be doing my research, think one thing. So I, I have to say it's a person over the topic because we'll, sometimes we'll just start getting to know each other and start just like seeing where the conversation goes. And it's not exactly the title. It's not always focused that way. And I've had to go to Jessica and be like, Jess, we really need to revisit this title. We went... We went completely down a rabbit yeah, hole, but some, yeah. of the, some of those are my favorite episodes, um, you know, and I just kind of fill out the person. And, and I think sometimes um, we can get so far into just understanding the mindset behind the entrepreneur on the show. Like they, they haven't been asked those questions before. They haven't really gotten into their whys in a while. And it can just it can be a lot of fun just digging into that. And we stay away from the title. So long answer, but I'm going with uh, the guests. Watson.
2: 90% of the time, I have no idea who the guest is. So, you know, to me, it's, let's be honest, it's it's about the topic, right? And most of the time, the, the topics are great. Um, and weirdly enough, it seems like a lot of them relate to me in some way or another. And, and they're topics that I, you know, even can provide some some input into. I do have to say, almost all the guests we've ever had have been amazing. I did have one that when we were starting the show, he was like really, he was like really mad that I didn't like know who he was and how to introduce him. And I hadn't researched all the notes that his assistant had sent over and he was just like a total ass hat. And, um, the, the episode actually came out really good and was one of my favorite episodes I ever did. And I bought the guy's book even. Um, but he's, he's been the one guest that I've ever had that like, I did like start out totally bad. I'm like, this is going to be horrible. I do not like this guy, but it ended up being a great episode anyways.
0: Miss Lauren.
3: I see, that's a weird question for me because I'm just I'm just so excited to be here. Like whenever I sit down, like I'm excited. we excited and actually... to be
0: here with you, Lauren.
3: Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Right. Uh but no, I, I mean I'm I'm excited to be doing a Startup Hustle recording, but to Andrew's point, like sometimes the top like sometimes I don't even look really at the topic. Like I'll kind of be like, oh, the episode title is this, but then I forget about it because I just want to have a conversation with with the founder, you know, and so so I don't really pay an incredible amount of attention to that. And more often than not, to Matt's point, like I don't know who the guest is. I I maybe have like vaguely heard of them. So so for me, it's it's once we get in to the episode, the guests that I get really excited about are are the ones that will play with me and like will we'll just talk to me like a human being. And, and those are going to be really good conversations. So I get, I get really excited about the quality of conversation that is had, you know, the guest and the topic are immaterial because you can have a good conversation about pretty much anything.
0: Well, let's key that word conversation because it was a couple hundred episodes in and we really changed the tone, like setting the tone. So, before we talk to a guest saying, Hey, this is a conversation. You can ask me questions. This isn't an interview. And I think that that was a key, a key inflection point. And you know, the, the, it, it, a thousand episodes later, I look back and the shows evolved because, you know, it first started so many of the episodes were with Matt and I, and we've tried to preserve that that authentic quality of the Matt and Matt shows while still, you know, branching out to having our own episodes and having you and Lauren and Andrew as hosts. But, you know, people kept, we kept getting comments. They're like, you're not letting the list, you're not letting your guests speak. Well, we were, but we wanted to have a conversation with them. I think the, the truth is, is that I don't know if I had to ask the same questions and enter, like truly quote interview people and not have a conversation with them. I'm not sure I'd be at episode 1000. I think I, I might've, I might've burned out and fade away on this or lost my appetite for it. Now you talk about the topic or the person, or if you're excited to sit down and record, look, the reality of human nature is that, um, you know, we all, this isn't what any of us do as a quote job. You know, this is on for all intents and purposes, a hobby um, for us, meaning like we don't we don't do it, you know, like so, you know, we don't wake up every morning. It's not start a puzzle, start a puzzle. We all have other things. So sometimes, you know, the the time it is to record and we have to schedule this stuff and plan it and work it out, you know, sometimes months in advance to make it work with other people. And sometimes you get that moment where you're like, oh, shit your other expletives coming out, because you've got nine other things going, you might have to shift from a shitty moment in life or business. And then here you are, it's time to record the podcast. So it's not the guest's fault that something lame happened on the other side of it. So you have to kind of deal with that and and take that all in. Um, you know, I like the, the, the topic. But as some of you mentioned, sometimes we get to the end of it. End of a recording, and realize we didn't really talk about the topic that was assigned. So, you know, it was a couple hundred episodes ago that we, you know, we all fill out a little form at the end of each show, that, and one of the things it asks that says, "Did you actually talk about the topic that was that was chosen?" And if you say no, it's well, what should we call this show? And you know that that's always interesting, and I, you know, I'll throw this back around. Like for me. I enjoy the sales and marketing topics the most. I find that if I, when I look back at my like the shows that that I've recorded, those are the ones of mine that end up being the longest. Which means I'm probably the most interested in them. Um, I feel most comfortable with that and excited about it. I mean, Watson, when you think about your most excited stuff, I have a feeling it's technology. But prove me wrong.
2: Well, so our podcast episodes don't get real deep into technology. You know, they're usually higher, higher level, you know, but I love talking about product. You know, I'm a product guy. So I I love talking to people that just have a cool business, a cool service, whatever it is that they do and the problem that it solves. And I love talking about those sort of things. And uh, there's been a few of them I've ended up buying, (laughs) bought the book, signed up for the thing, recommended it, whatever. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm sort of shopping when I'm a host.
0: Yeah, I re- I'll tell you right off of camera. And and if you want to watch this episode now, we don't normally publish the videos. We can talk about that, that why we didn't in a second. But yeah, right off camera, I've got a stack of books that I probably never read. Um, but I've yeah, I've made a habit of when I get a guest that's been an author, like right there clicking on Amazon, and I kind of skim through the books, I'm I, my ADD prevents me from reading too much. Lauren, what, how about you?
3: Um, I mean, I feel anytime we're talking about DEIB—diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging—that's uh, a that's a wheelhouse that I feel super comfortable in and and super knowledgeable about, and so I feel like I can participate in the conversation more fully. Um, so I always like I always like talking about those. Uh, I also tend to like the ones again where I like talking about new industries, so like cannabis business and uh, AI, and like the the far-reaching implications. You know, there was a really cool episode that I did with uh, a, a woman who she was an astrophysicist, and she was talking about you know space technology. You know, so so those always get me really excited, even though I don't I, I don't have more than like a surface level knowledge. Um, so I don't know i mean i i I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm really interested in a lot of things, as I know all of you are and so so I don't know i i just i like start a puzzle shows. those are my favorite
1: andy um I'll keep it short and sweet for me. it's like like kind of like what I was saying before. The topic, the topics are like obviously if I if I know it well, it's a little bit more fun because I feel like I could have set them up with some just great questions to you know, based on my knowledge of it. Um, but from my aspect, like I'm, I'm a younger man and I get a lot of opportunities to just like there's a lot of wisdom on the show and the guests, and so you know depending on what I'm not necessarily going through, but I'm always thinking about something. And so like a lot of times the mindset shows the balancing, like I just had Mac Lackey on the show. I don't think his episodes posted yet. He's from exit DNA. He's been a part of six exits. Um, Amazing, amazing guy. And I got to just like pick his brain for an hour. I think that's absolutely like crazy. So I enjoy the ones where, um, you know, there's someone that's accomplished something that I'm I'm looking toward or that I'm studying, and I just get a, an absolute hour to just like glean information from them. And hopefully some other people learn from, um, you know, my questions as well. Great answer. Now, I've got some more fun
0: and interesting questions as we delve into the inner, as we look behind the curtain, the digital curtain. Uh, before I get into those, I want to remind everyone that finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit fullscale.io, where you can build a software team quickly and affordably. Use the Full Scale platform to define your technical needs and then see what developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Visit fullscale.io to learn more. Now, an impromptu question, as many of you know, I I like to consider myself as the Picasso of ad insertions. Um, do, <laughs> everyone's laughing because, see, there are usually video, we, we, When we record this, it's almost usually virtual. And even when in person, I can tell when I've recorded with all of you when I've done exactly that, painted a beautiful picture, because our goal is to, you know, we we introduce sponsors at one point, and we use that to help us promote the show, but true or false, is Matt DeCourcy the Picasso of ad insertion? Lauren? Yeah, true. <laughs> Watson? One. What does that mean? Yes?
3: True.
0: <laughs> true. And Andrew may not know. Andrew's going with true?
1: Yeah. I'm definitely bad at it, so I'm gonna give you Picasso. <laughs> thank
0: thank
3: I, you for. I'm also bad at it.
0: <laughs> thank you for validating my own my own thing that I needed. Okay, I so. Got, head's bigger.
3: Yeah, we had to know it was coming though because I Nat take Nat a lot of pride
0: was, in it. You know, yeah, like
3: talking about yeah. his, his insertion skills with the, with mid roll sponsor read.
0: It's the mid roll's the hard yeah, one. Yeah, it's not,
3: not hard. It's the so one I in the middle. Not. I still okay, well, think let's you should
0: just refer record that. Which ad read is easiest to forget. Is it the mid roll? Cause I'm voting for that one.
1: Yes. Yeah. 100%.
0: <laughs> okay. And for those of you listening, thank you for putting up with all of that. And just know that this uh, producing the show is, I mean, this isn't free. So, you know, some of that is uh, we're very picky about the sponsors that we bring in and, and, and want to try to keep the quote advertising to a minimum. So, yeah. All right. So, We've talked so much about the different stuff that goes into hosting the show, why we do it, favorite episodes. And one of the things that we haven't really gotten into is what, what happens in the moments before a show occurs? Do any of you have a pre-show routine? I'm going to start with Andrew Morgan's on that one.
1: Uh, Pre-show routine. Be Um, honest. Be honest. I'm like kind of the master of like trying to time management, everything and take like maximize. I'm not sitting there for 10 minutes before the show goes live. Like, you know, so I'm like, okay, I think with the next nine minutes, I can go have that conversation with Vern. I need to have go to the restroom, grab a water, say hi to dad, get back to the chair. I have my notes up. You know, and uh, I'm ready to go. I think also, like, if I sit there too long, I just get a little bit anxious, like, coming in. So I almost like to sit down, like, as if it's a, a conversation. I wouldn't like waiting on someone to have 10 minutes to have a conversation. Then we jump in. Um, you know, I think I don't really have, like, the same routine. I would just say that I the routine is no routine. And I just, like, I sit down. I, I want to know. I, I obviously look at them before, early in the day, like, who I'm talking to. And then when it go, when it's time to get, get ready, I just sit down. Um, I'm ready to roll. I think with nine, I'm going to guess that with nine
0: minutes of preparation, you may be outclassing the other three of us, uh, by, by seven to eight minutes, uh, Watson, what's your take on this?
2: So I put the coffee mug on the coffee machine. I start making the coffee. I go pee and then I come back and get the coffee and then I record. And I believe that That's not, pretty much I was it.
0: about to say I've witnessed it, but then that <laughs> sounded really weird, really weird. But yeah, Lauren, what about I wish, you? I, wish, right, I wish
2: I did more. I wish I did more prep. I mean, the one thing I do every day early in the day is I double check. Uh, thank you, Jessica, because she sends out reminders every day to us about, oh, you're recording at two o'clock. So, you know, I, I usually double check that. And cause sometimes we have time blocked off and we don't actually record. Um, so big, thank you for Jessica and the team that help with all the, the, the notes and all the things they put together. So,
0: but yeah, I don't spend that much time. We should probably thank gigabook.com for doing a lot of that work for us too, man. It, uh, I, I look back at like, I know, but like tools and things that, that without them, like, I mean, without online booking. And then I think one of the things was early was we programmed gigabook to, to collect a lot of info up front. And do that preparation. So like you look at like, there's like 12 questions that, and at first we were like, God, are people going to want to fill this out? And then, you know, I kind of came to the realization that if they, if they won't answer a few questions to try to help us promote them, then we shouldn't even have them on the show. But Lauren, what's your, what's your run up to the show look like?
3: I mean, it looks just like just that like it's it's a run up about five minutes before I'm set to record. I skid into the office, open up my laptop, get into Zencaster, pull up my set list. And the only reason like Matt, Matt just touched on it. But the only reason that we're able to do that is because there's a whole team of people who are doing prep to help us uh, very seamlessly do what we do. So. So thank you, uh, Start a Puzzle production team, because. Uh, Without you, I would look like an idiot. But but yeah, like I I don't do an incredible amount of preparation. Um, I just kind of I do have like a very specific setup, though, and y'all are gonna laugh at me. But Zencaster has to be on the left. My set list has to be on the right. I have to have my notebook and my special my special pen uh, ready to go because that's kind of how I move the conversation forward. I write down notes as we're talking, Um, and so so I do have a very specific setup. Like, but beyond that, I don't really prep a whole lot.
1: (laughs) That that counts. I know that everybody has like their intro though that is set. Like you say the same things when you bring in a guest, right?
3: Off mats. I say, and we're back. And, you, and I you remember
1: like when of both
3: fantasy. of
0: you, before you were about to join the team, both Lauren and Andrew asked me off like just privately, What's, What can I do to prepare to be ready? I said, You got to practice your intro. You got to practice your intro. And you guys, I think I see everybody nodding their head right now on the video. Once again, go over to the Startup Hustle YouTube channel if you want to. If you're curious what we look like, you can also see that on the gram in the Startup Hustle Facebook chat and a lot of different things. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, th- when you talk about preparation for me, I, I honestly, I, le- I log on like three minutes before, um, but because the set lists are good, I've probably spent more time with Jessica and our local team trying to perfect, the how the set lists, like the order that they're in, because, you know, as Matt, as Watson mentioned, uh, sometimes Ron Burgundy just reads what's on the teleprompter, but that's true. <laughs> so some of that, you know, has to flow from top to bottom. And I think that, you know, when it comes to prep, my, the majority of my prep occurs in the three to five minutes from when the guest joins us and, in the virtual studio or, or a real studio. And I sit down and that's where I like to reinforce, Hey, this is a conversation, not an interview. It's just you talking to me because some people are nervous. Some people are legitimately like nervous about stuff. And they're a little, you know, I see everyone nodding their head on that. What's up, Matt? You're nervous. No, I was
2: going to say one thing. One thing I always do in the pre-routine is I do ask them, how did they end up on the show? Like how we connected with them. That is something I always do. And, um, I always, a lot of times I'll double check with them about the topic. If the topic seems kind of off, maybe a little bit. And my favorite yeah. is when I ask them about the topic and I'm like, Oh, we're supposed to talk about X, Y, Z. And is that, is, are you okay with talking about that? And my favorite is that is when they're like, what in the hell is that? <laughs>
3: they're like, no, once.
2: <laughs> they're like, no. where did that shit come from? And I'm like, I don't know. Our assistants got together and came up with this crap. I have no idea. What are we really going to talk about today? That happens well, every once in a while. Yeah, well,
0: in that little prep, when I'm on with them, I'll say, you know, I make sure I pr- can pronounce their name, that the title is correct. Like, are you the CEO and founder? Um, Everything like, and, and, you know, the thing is, is despite the fact that, that these, these are questions that Gigabook asks them on the way in, I, I make, I make, yeah. I make quite a few corrections. I'm really glad that I, and you know, having done that, it's like the same thing for me every time. It's the same. It's the same thing. I, in fact, I found it to be so reliable. I even passed that on to you guys at one point. You wrote, you
3: wrote it down in the, so it's written in the set list, the, because no, I, I do actually mine, have but a yeah. schedule that I do for pre-show for guest prep. Like I do have a pretty, it, it's a monologue that I give, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to hop right in and, you know, talk to you about what we're going to be doing. But I say the same things in the same order every single time. And a lot of it comes from the set list that, uh, you, you put your, like what you do for guest prep in there. And I just got to follow that makes it super easy.
0: Okay. So we've talked so much about the things that go well and the things that we've done well and the, the stuff that we look back at and like, Oh, that was amazing have you had any embarrassing moments or things occur that, you know, were either catastrophic or even on a guest list? Now, look, let's not throw people under the bus. Okay. Meaning guests, because I think they show up with the best intent, but, and I'll go ahead and start here. I'll go first this time. Um, You know, I did have one recording that never aired and I sat down to talk to the guy and I introduced him. I said, give me a little bit about your backstory. And about 14 minutes later, he stopped talking.
3: I can beat it. I had somebody do 17 minutes. I clocked it.
0: <laughs> Did that make it to air?
3: No, I had, I had to go right. back and be like, look, you know, I appreciate yeah. all of that. But I mean, at some point in my head, it would became like a game. I was like, let's just see yeah. how long she keeps talking. But I was like, you know, we can't use that. We're going to have to chunk it up. And so we restarted.
0: Well, I think we're kind of famous for our quote warts and all publication standard, meaning like we really try as hard as possible to hit record and not have to do anything until it's done. Like meaning like it has to there has to something has to occur for us to edit. And that's what's made it lightweight and easy. I mean, if this was an editing heavy show, oh, my God, we'd probably be at episode 100 right now. Matt, do you have anything that comes to mind?
2: no i haven't had any real major challenges with with guests like that i mean i had the one i mentioned earlier that, that kind of frustrated me to start Mo- mostly it's just random technical issues i've had some where I tried to record and and they're on their phone or on a google chromebook and it won't work and you know just just some of those kinds of challenges definitely had a few of those myself
0: along the way like someone's showing up and they're using their laptop to, as their mic and their earbuds and they're outside at a park. And you can like, yeah, hear like a third it's grade class, like playing red Rover, red yeah. Rover, like behind them. You're like, you know, and, and, and that's been a challenge for us because we try to always respect the guest time. But at the same time, like um, we also don't want this to sound like shit.
2: You yeah. know,
0: that's, I mean, I think if anything, the things that have caused editing or anything are usually related to, to poor sound quality. We have had, uh, I mean, I think considering that there's been a thousand episodes, the fact that we've only had to throw a couple of them away without air is pretty damn good. Andrew, do you have anything that st- stands out or that you can think about? Um,
1: I'm pretty easy to get along with. I, <laughs> I mean like, you know, I'll just roll with the punches, but, uh, it's been some of those things like just like you know the the recording audio is bad or something like that they definitely have the guests that like don't know how to have a conversation and it's a monologue you know for sure I'm like I'm gonna make you look good if you just let me ask some questions you know (laughs) um you know I'm gonna set you up I'm trying to give you a t-ball home run here uh but besides that like Nothing crazy has happened. Like I haven't like thrown up mid set or like you know. I've had bet, that or... two where I started coughing and couldn't stop.
3: I've choked on my own spit multiple times, and that's really humbling when you're filling out the form on the back end and you're like, no. at eighteen thirty nine, I choked on my own spit for like a minute. Can you please edit <laughs> out? <laughs> I think I've been I've done that twice, and I'm just like, why can I not speak and swallow at the same time? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, know, I have had.
2: I have had my kids barge in on me while I was recording a podcast a couple of times. If I well, had my, my son do that
0: at the end of one and I just get, went ahead and incorporated him into the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, nice. and that's a true story there too. All he right, probably so- came in and nailed the ad insert, didn't he?
0: I, yeah, no, he just kind of came in and he was there. And he,
3: <laughs> I was like, son, is that what we're thinking, Matt?
0: <laughs> yeah, he made a couple comments and that was about all it, it all it took. Now, you know, these are the things that, that we would call, quote, challenges. But when you think of, well, I mean, what's the biggest challenge when it comes to hosting a podcast in general?
2: I think making it entertaining. I mean, you know, Andrew, as you just said, you like you don't want it to be really boring monologue. You don't want somebody to ramble on for seventeen minutes. And I hate yeah, listening I hate to listening podcasts to... that feel like very dry Q and A. Like obviously, who's a- whoever's asking the questions like doesn't know anything about anything, and they're just a- they're just asking the question. Somebody answers, and then they're just mechanical. The next question. Mechanical. Yeah, it's just very robotic. And so I think the hard part is trying to make it kind of entertaining and very conversational and kind of very fluid conversation. And um,
0: what do you do do to try to improve that? If you feel like that needs to happen, Matt?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like I try to also add to the conversation, right? So I'm not just only asking a question, like, you know, trying to continue talking about whatever the thing is. So it's, it's just not robotic Q and a Lauren.
3: Um, I always, so I agree. Like I, the biggest challenge that that I have are the folks who who are clearly just very uncomfortable with with our format. You know, whenever somebody emails me in advance of a show and is like, "Are you going to send me the questions?" I'm like, "Ah, shit!" Like because because they're accustomed to that question answer question answer kind of thing, and they're they're not yeah. really going to be uh, super open to. I I, I I call it playing with me, but really what I mean is like just talk to me like I'm a human. Um, so, I mean, I always try to make people laugh in guest prep, mm. like when, I, when I'm doing that, cause I figure if I can make them laugh, then I can like loosen them up a little bit and they're going to be more willing to, to go with me, not at me. Um, and so, so that's always something that I try to do, but yeah, like pre-show prep is always the easiest way for me to get a guest to like loosen up, get on my side. Cause I always, I always tell them, you know, my goals are to get good information out of you. To make you look good and to make you feel comfortable and hopefully we'll have a little bit of fun along the way and like that's that's what i hope for out of a show so on the shows that i don't when i don't get that it it is a little disappointing it's like ah that was that didn't feel good you know
0: what about you andrew
1: I would say it's just like consistency and showing up, like um, not just finding the time to do it, but like, you know, we, we talked about we're on year five um, and I haven't been here the whole time, but you know, that's, that's week after week after week. I know for me, it's, it's two or three a week, um, you know, always trying to be ahead. And so, you know, you have people miss, you have people drop and you got to make them up. And it's just like, things happen in life. Like, you know, you get um, in an accident or you have someone get sick or you have the holidays and like, just cons just continuing to show up consistently to put in episodes and then putting that face on, you know, I definitely think that, um, I try to show up real as real drew every time. Um, but like you said, you can have something like horribly going wrong the hour or the 15 minutes before, and then you got to show up and bring your best. Um, not just for that guest that set aside their time, but for all our listeners and for the respect of the show, the brand of the show, Um, so just being on, being on your A game, uh, you know, you can't ask questions and be like half, half, half haphazard, uh, with it. So, um, you know, I think it's just that consistency that no matter how you're feeling to show up and, and be the best you can be. I think
0: for me, one of the biggest challenges is continuing to try to guide the show to a place that where we all have quality guests and at the same time, like have diversification of topics. And everything, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me um, over the years, over the last couple of years, you know, why we added more hosts. And I said that, you know, 2020 had rolled around and it was pretty clear to myself and to Matt that we had created a pretty robust uh, platform to stand on. And I felt that it ne- we needed to widen the lens of our topics, um, you know, thus Lauren and Andrew entering, you know, while Matt and I have familiarity with e-commerce, certainly, and uh, I'm not going to pretend that we have any with Amazon other than purchasing on Amazon. Um, and the same thing with Lauren, you know, with, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but we have a brand standard that, that says that religion, sex, and politics are not to be discussed except for Lauren gets a pass on that. <laughs> so, so thank you, no. Lauren. Thank you, Lauren, for handling the many, many topics that our own naivety and maybe misunderstanding of the subject may get us canceled. Sure for sure. of
3: getting canceled. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, My viral.
0: My yeah. yeah. I mean, viral. I think one of the things that's been the most challenging for myself is, you know, in the the production meetings and the things that we do off air is continuing to find quality guests and topics. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a second, because we've even done in-depth series and other stuff. And then, you know, one of the things I think that has been a challenge is, you know, we, we put this show out there for free and we've had this money back guarantee ever since. Uh, if you don't like the show, we'll give you your money back, but, um, shade deflection. You know, like, I mean, I found that there's just some people that ended up not liking me or startup hustle or something uh, because of whatever. I don't even know. I think it's kind of like, you know, the, the biggest challenge is sometimes coming to the acceptance that not everyone's going to like what you say or what your topic is or whatever, you know, and that'll kind of lead us into our next question is, you know, what, how is being a host on the show? Has it had a personal effect on any of your lives? Let's just start with Matt Watson.
2: I mean, I would say more than any is just I really enjoy doing it. You mentioned before, this is kind of a hobby for all of us. And so, I'll you know, early on, you probably had to, to nag me to get me to do this uh, more, more often than not to try to keep True. it going. But over the years, I mean, I think I've I've really enjoyed doing it, and um, look also forward true. to continue doing it. So, um, you know, otherwise, I wouldn't say it's you know done anything significant for me, like personally or for my career or, or anything like that. But just more, just enjoy doing it.
1: Andrew, um, I think it's easier for me to say what it's done professionally. Um, well, let's, you know, l-
0: let's lump that in. Cause that's the next question. And it's probably easiest to go ahead and, and hit both of those on the way through.
1: So for me, I mean, there's been times where I'm showing up at an event and someone has listened to every episode of startup hustle, like, uh, front to back. Um, they know everything about me, uh, in regards to like, just on the show and that is like the most humbling thing ever. So I know like professionally there's been, um, a branding aspect to it, you know, uh, a reputation, a trust thing. It's gotten me chances to talk to people I would have never talked to, um, you know, outside of the Amazon or the e-commerce ecosystem. So um, just amazing opportunities in that regard. I think personally for me, it was um, a source of inspiration, uh, especially during the, the pandemic is really where I started getting my groove. I feel like whenever we went digital instead of just in person, um and started being able to just reach people all over going through a lot of the same things so it was um you know a lot of times you're just like in this tunnel you're in this tunnel you're doing stuff by yourself like matt said matt watson we don't get to talk to people that much about what we do and then all of a sudden it was like wow um you know my network's quite a bit bigger as an entrepreneur and um i just felt like you know, I, I record on Thursdays and it would be like I was looking forward to Thursday and a chance to just talk to um, some brilliant minds and, and leave a little bit. Not just thinking about my why's and my problems, but thinking about why other people did what they did. And a lot of those stories are really, really um, inspiring. So for me personally, I think it, it brought inspiration and professionally uh, definitely had my reach way outside Kansas City. Um can't thank the the podcast enough for, for that professionally. And who knows, like I've been on a million podcasts myself. I'm because of this podcast. So those types of things, those ROIs are not exactly an easy straight line to draw, but I know that, um, I've had a lot of opportunities from, from the show. What about you, Lauren?
3: Um, I mean, I think that, that startup hustle has profoundly impacted me personally, for sure. Um, I've mentioned on the show before that like, prior to innovator i i was always kind of second in command you know the the tactician to someone else's vision and so it it's been a real adjustment for me like being out in front Um, But Startup Hustle helped me get really, really comfortable with, you know, just kind of putting myself out there like Startup Hustle TV. I was deeply, deeply uncomfortable being on video. And then I just did it often enough through Startup Hustle TV that I was like, ah, screw it. It's fine. You know, I got used to it. so, So personally, I feel like I've become very acclimated to to being more public. Uh, than I had ever been in the past, and it's it's just been a huge help to me professionally. What's interesting for me is like I so so I operate in different spaces than than you guys um, in in certain ways, and so not a lot of people in my day to day had heard of startup hustle until I started doing startup hustle because they're not they they're not all high growth scalable tech companies you know. Um, I'm dealing with folks who are much more grassroots, but over the course of time, like I, I've picked up speaking engagements, I've picked up like you tell people that you're affiliated with Startup Hustle, and people get very impressed. Um, and that I mean, I'm I'm confident that that has helped me. Uh, again, like Andrew said, you know, it's not really super easy to. Track that uh, to 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 exactly track the ROI, but I know that people like I'll see people out and they'll be like, "Oh, you're a startup hustle, right?" I mean, that's always really weird. I never know how to react, but it's super cool.
0: <laughs> I I I agree with everything you guys said, it's had the same thing. I, you know, I'm always humbled when I am, you know, so much of this show, half of the show's timeline was during a pandemic when we weren't interacting with people. And now that I'm getting out and doing that, it's unbelievable. Like I'll go to an entrepreneur event and see 20 people that have been guests on the show. And then there's 15 or 20 other people that'll come up to me. I was at the pipeline entrepreneurs gala and I just had people after people, just tons of people coming up to me saying that they love the show. These are like, these are strangers. And, you know, I think that when I think about personally professionally, but first off this show's done a great, an amazing job of driving business to full scale, which has grown exponentially a lot like, just the same way that this show has. And when you look at, we're going to share some stats and some other stuffs and, and, and play a, a a game show, our first ever game show here in a minute and share some of that stuff. But it's just so weird to like, look at a number and be like, wow, 200,000 listens in a month. And you're like, you know, who are you people? And with that, so many of them have reached out, you know, we've had listeners. I've had, Listeners reach out from Thailand, the Philippines, uh, Singapore, Germany, all over the United States, um, you know, um, you know, and, and, and Lauren, go do that.
3: That's not a good stopping point.
0: It's a good stopping point. You can go ahead. We'll, stopping keep, point. we'll, we'll keep going. Lauren needs to go get her charger. So we talk about pre-show prep. And the importance of it, uh, you know, now with that, I mean, there's, you know, Lauren mentioned Start Hustle TV, and we should chat about that for a second, because at the end of 2020, we got pretty ambitious and wanted to share more of our stuff on video. And I've had some people ask me, they're like, well, whatever happened to that? It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And in the context of all of our rapidly growing businesses, Watson went through an exit, Andrew's businesses you know, hockey stick, Lauren has, has, you know, found and experienced, you know, tremendous growth and, and innovate her. Um, And, you know, we, it's still out there. I still think it's a really interesting, uh, you know, set of videos. We've added a few more after that, but maybe not with the regularity. Uh, You know, one thing when it comes to, you know, the producing a video, Is tremendously more work than a podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is just like, it is just significantly harder to do if you want to do it with any kind of quality. And, you know, Watson and I have always thrown around the term world class and we want like everything from our sound quality to our planning and everything to be world class. Now, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about before we play the first ever episode 1000, fifth birthday, 4 million. It's still crazy that that all happened like all at once, 4 million downloads, fifth birthday, 1000 episodes, all occurring in the same week. Um, But it's, it's, it's occurred because of listeners and, you know, and we don't probably thank the listeners enough. Uh, I think that there's a, a, an infinite amount of things that you can pay attention to. So anytime someone's choosing to spend their time or energy paying attention to what you're doing, like, let it humble you. Um, I mean, we really have had so many people. And then I think the thing that personally professionally that stands out the most is the stories that get shared back to me from our guests or listeners about how what we're doing had an impact on, you, on just that. A,
3: you just had a really, really good one, didn't you? Yeah, like, I posted it in the, your...
0: and yeah, that was uh, reaching out from England and they were, you know, well, well, before we get into that, let's actually talk about as we've evolved, we've actually done quite a few series and we have also had introduced the guest hosts and our guest hosts have been Melissa Vincent from Pipeline Entrepreneurs. Heather Steppy, who did a can of business series, Stephen Huffman, who's known as Captain Huff, Um, Hernan Sias, who is our our friend and brother from Startup Hustle TV and the Business Bros podcast. Ron Shigeta, you talk about guests that have some education caliber. Um, Ron, that's like one of those people I would talk to. I'm like, dude, I need to go back to school or something. Uh, Janae Gamage is probably one of the greatest success stories. She started as a guest and told us later that she got her first like four or five clients from being a guest. Like her show came out and that provided her with leads. And she has since exited that business and came back to be a guest host later. And if that's not like a full, like, circle of, of awesomeness. I don't know what is. And then next month we've got former guest Frank Keck, which uh, Frank, do you remember the guy that told the story about meeting Patch Adams? Watson shaking his head. Anyway, that's Frank and he'll be a guest. You know, another thing too, is we've had some people, so it wasn't exactly a, a, one of the, I should have mentioned this earlier. I recorded an episode with Eddie George, NFL hall of famer. To launch their NFT, uh, help them announce their NFT that they had around some of the structured content that him and Jerome Bettis did. But when you talk about series that have hosted, this is funny. So Matt, back in 2017, we did five five episodes, "How to Start a Startup." I feel like we may have done 900 that followed up in that. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did in 2018. I did a four part series. Uh, the Million Dollar Bedroom story. And I actually had Daryl Blackburn, who was a part of that whole story, came in and told some of the stories that went along with the book. Um, what I remember in 2019, a two-part, we did it on business failure. And we had a guy named Jake Randall. I think you may have remembered that at some point, Matt, that he was the guy that had the donut shop that like went to the moon with sales and and everything and then came crashing down in a hurry. And I've never probably been on a show or a series with anybody that that had uh, was so open and willing to talk about
1: he's so great he's so great yeah
0: very open about that and then in 2020 i did a very short series the corona diaries um i almost got stuck in the philippines and you know, an interesting fact with that, cause that ended up being really, really listened to. I was, uh, so I was planning on being back about a week earlier and we ran out, we were going to run out of shows. Um, so with that, with the, with a pandemic up in our face and no one knowing stuff, I recorded some, uh, I think it was four or five. And by the way, there's links to all this stuff in the show notes. We have a whole bunch of links in the show notes today, but, recording that kind of feeling of not knowing and what we were going to look at. And I'm planning on doing a follow-up to that. I'm going to go back and I need to find the time to listen to him. I'm curious about what of that series ended up being right and what didn't. And then it was in 2021. That was when the real series started kicking off. And I, Matt, when I think about things I'm probably the most proud of when it comes to the show, you know, our 50, 52 part series about how to start a tech company. Matt, you have any comments on that?
2: That was a lot of fun and that took some serious dedication. I mean, we we did that every week and we ended up like a, what about, probably six to eight weeks behind schedule. Yes, through which all of felt it.
0: very but, authentic as far as startups and <laughs> launching software but, goes.
2: But yeah. I mean, it took a, a legit almost a year or so to record all of them. So, I mean, it, it was it was a lot of fun though. I really enjoyed that series. At one point, we realized we were going to be grossly
0: behind on delivery, and we talked about it, and we're like, we wanted to tell the real story of entrepreneurship. (laughs) So being over budget and behind on timelines felt pretty authentic. Uh, Also in 2021, we did a cannabis series uh, with Heather Steppe, who was also uh, her and her husband from Casey Hempco were on Startup Hustle TV. Uh, Hernan Sias did a digital marketing series, which ended up being really popular. Stephen, uh, Captain Hoff, and he's the guy from Founderspace. So he hosted a Silicon Valley Investment Trends. Ron Shigeta, who I mentioned earlier, did a guest series on food innovation. Um, and then Pipeline Entrepreneurs Series with Melissa Vincent. In 2022, which is this year, we did a series about NFTs and what, did, what was the what was the conclusion that we came up with after all of that, Matt, when it came to NFTs?
2: Uh, that NFTs were bullshit, and I still think that's the case. They've all since crashed, since we did that several months yeah, ago. Yeah,
0: true, true. Um, as mentioned, Janae Gamage, former guest, came back and did a mental health series. Uh, there has been a social venturing series in which we have all participated in. Um, and then we, Matt, we also did the software development life Cycle series. And for those of you that have been listening recently, you also just, uh, embraced and enjoyed our Inc 5,000 series, uh, full scale, the parent, the owner of startup hustle is really what that comes down to, uh, made the Inc 5,000 in 2022 in the first year eligible. So we wanted to highlight other entrepreneurs and businesses in our hometown that have did that. So, Um, And then, you know, we'll be kicking off in 2023 with Frank Keck hosting his series. Now, you know, we mentioned a series, Lauren and I have kind of found a a groove with, uh, you know, we've been recording the top startup cities Um, and Lauren, when do we start doing that together? Because it was kind of a mixed bag at first and now that's kind of been like what we do.
3: I actually have no idea when we started. I don't either. They're my favorite episodes to record, though.
0: Yeah,
3: you are always willing to to play, and <laughs> we get to talk about some really, really interesting uh, startups. Although, like, why are
0: so many of their names so difficult to why? pronounce?
3: Like, can we buy a vowel, please?
0: No, no <laughs> yes. shit. For real. They all
3: remove vowels, like all of their names. It's
0: And it's Google crazy. Translate doesn't help with pronouncing startup it names, in not. case you're wondering.
3: It does not. Well, and then they all seem to do with supply chain, which I am well on record as being, like, I do not understand it. I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't do it. And they all seem to deal, all of the startups we talk about seem to deal with supply chain. So well, in,
0: 20, in 2020, we, we only did three cities. And then in 2021, we did six. And then now that's a monthly thing. Yeah. And that, that's, there's no, that's, our plan is to keep that part consistent and keep it moving. Um, you know, Matt, when I was thinking about something, when it came to funny clips, uh, do you remember the sound checks we used to do in the early oh, yeah. episodes? Where we would do the, I'm going to try if, okay, if I can actually find the highlight reel of that, then this is it. (laughs) And if you didn't just hear a reel there, that's because I couldn't find the highlight reel for that. But uh, with microphones, you want to check, you want to check a pop filter. So we would always say the word poop, 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 poop. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so there's about two minutes of different people saying the word poop, 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 So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now it's time for a couple stats and it's time for us to play. How well do you know Startup Hustle? And once again, I'm going to be your host, Matt DeCourcy here for another, uh, the first and probably only episode, because I don't think I can afford to give a $1,000 donation every time we record an episode. Now, I mentioned that we have achieved our 4 millionth download as of the... Yay! Yay! 4 million's a lot, man. So, okay. So I have asked all of you to have a piece of paper prepared. And of course, for those of you listening, integrity and answering is easily... The most important thing here.
1: There's okay. no way. Okay,
0: so I know,
3: we're gonna I'm start. Smack right now, but I have no idea what's about to happen. So.
0: Nobody has any idea what's uh-huh. about to happen, including me, because I'm trying to get this out of the way once again. A one thousand dollar prize to the organization or charity of the winner's choice. Okay, so I mentioned four million downloads. Now here's the thing: the United States is the whale. It has more listeners than any other country what are the next five I want you to write down five countries that you believe after the United States are the most listen have the most downloads and listeners in the history of the show Mm. five countries write them down
2: yep
0: yep Yep. There's this button that says dramatic piano. Hang on. There you go. Oh All right. God. Does everybody have their answers <laughs> written down?
3: Do it do have to be in order?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, write down five countries, but yes, order does matter.
3: OK, 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 OK.
0: Hurry up, Lauren.
3: Bite me. <laughs> this is $1,000 on the line.
0: <laughs> I know don't make me uh, turn the piano back on okay i'm ready okay lauren do you have your countries written down
3: i do not so somebody else go first
2: <laughs> oh no, no that's, that's
0: cheating, cheating. Have to write them down we can't go first come on
1: wow <laughs> Should have got failed out in in high school. So I am totally
3: all right. So I have. You can't
0: think of five countries. You're out.
3: Five countries. I was trying to think of the right order. So actually, I'm pulling. No,
0: no, quit buying time. Do you have five countries written down?
3: Five countries here. Okay. 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 Right there. Okay. I'm just telling you. I selected them is because the last time we re- recorded like a retrospective, I remember thinking it was weird that so many countries st- that started with the letter I loved us. <laughs>
0: and
1: mm.
3: so I, I, I remember- Can you
0: name five countries that start? Let's start with that. Who can even, name five yeah, countries I can, I can that start with, with the letter I?
3: Israel,
2: I anyway. Iceland,
3: Ireland, Ireland,
2: Ireland. I love man. Good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's,
0: uh,
2: Iraq, yeah.
0: Iran. Iraq, Iran. Iraq, Iran. None of which are yeah. on the list. Okay. Okay. So everyone has, everybody has five countries written down. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody have Canada in their top spot? Me. Lauren and Matt.
2: It's on my list.
0: Is it, it number one?
2: Sense, but... No. Does anybody Hold have that. Canada
0: as number one? Me. Lauren.
3: I'm showing you.
0: (laughs) Okay. Canada is the most popular country for downloads after the United States, which by the way, the United States represents like 97% of the action. It's pretty close. Okay. No one. All right. Does anybody have Australia as number two? Is it on the list or is it number two? Well, I had it number one. Okay. Does anybody have Australia as number two? No? Okay. Number three, the United Kingdom. Does anybody list. have the UK as number three? I have you it. Have it number three, as number Andrew? Three. I don't have yep. it on the list. <laughs> it's in the third spot?
1: It's in the third spot.
0: Oh, nice. Andrew Morgans. Okay. This is a surprise. South Africa.
1: Mm. <laughs> I got fans.
2: Maybe.
0: (laughs) Does anybody have South Africa in the four position? None. And then the very last one, number five,
1: Germany. Shut the
3: front door. Does
1: anybody
0: have Germany as number five?
1: These are huge e commerce markets. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. So back to this. Now, Canada, Australia, the UK, South Africa, and Germany. How many did you guys have at any order? Watson had three. Andrew and one. And Lauren had one. Okay, now here's the thing. Lauren, for having the correct position for Canada, you earned five points. And then Andrew Morgan's earned three for having the United Kingdom. And then... Matt Watson earns three points for having three on the list. Andrew gets a fourth point and Lauren gets a sixth point. So currently in the lead after one round is Lauren Conway, six points, four for Andrew Morgans and three for Matt Watson. On to the next round, United States, as mentioned, 90, it's about 95% of listens come from the United States but what states write down five states in the order that you think that they come in. Now you're kind of getting how the scoring works.
3: Wait a minute.
2: Yeah, it's more about the position than getting it on the list.
0: Well, you can can win. It's kind of like in the, it's like you get the money ball, you can earn some bonus points, but yes. Okay, so hang on, let me turn, I'll turn the piano back on. What's the sound of three people thinking? Writing down answers.
3: I wish my thought process sounded that pretty.
0: I know mine, mine sounds more like this. All right. Oh, by the way, with Lauren being in in the lead.
3: This is
2: hard. This is really hard (laughs) to write down five states. To get this right is going to be really hard, I have feelings. I okay, does everyone have their states written down?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Andrew looks like he's still working. Hold your answers up to show so we know you're not cheating, like Lauren's
1: going to try to cheat. Okay. I do have one crossed out early. I want you all to know I rewrote it.
0: Okay. Does anybody have California as number one?
2: woo
3: I have it on my list, though.
0: Well, that's fine, but it's not number one.
3: Okay, all right. Now Watson
0: (laughs) with five. All right, who has Texas? Yes! In the same, Watson again? Yes, yes, here we go. Wow. Not cheating. Oh, man, that's gonna be hard to overcome, kids.
3: Damn it, I have Texas on my list. (laughs)
0: Who has Florida as number three? Nope. No one?
1: i have it on the list who has
0: georgia as number four
2: dang nope
0: i know because you guys thought kansas and missouri are my okay and now <laughs> for number make- five number five who has missouri
2: i had missouri on my list I had kansas. but not as
0: number five No, I have Missouri as number one. Oh, Watson scored big on that one, man. That puts him up to 12 points. And then who, so who has individual entries for California, Texas, Florida, Georgia,
2: or Missouri? I got three. I have three. This was really hard because it it was easy to think it would be Kansas, Missouri because of our location. Yes. And probably three or four years ago, that would have made sense, but it's obvious that we have totally outgrown Kansas, Missouri. Oh, yeah.
0: Missouri, so, mis- so, Missouri is number five, and Kansas. So New York was number six. Illinois was number seven, and Kansas
1: Dang. was I had number
0: those
1: on my eight. List. We had okay. New York way higher. not
0: in the top five. All and right, Missouri,
3: Kansas, We've got California we've score.
0: got another round here, uh, and we're gonna go now. Write down now. You know what the top states are.
1: What's the score? What
0: oh are God. the I mean, five yeah. top cities?
1: What's the total okay. score?
0: Oh. All right. It is currently Matt Watson, 12.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren,
0: nine, and Andrew, seven.
3: <laughs> okay. Top
0: cities. Five cities. You have less than 10 seconds.
3: Oh, you're man.
1: USA. USA is not a city, Andrew. <laughs> no, in the USA. Top cities in the yes, USA. in the United
0: States. Okay.
1: Who has their cities written down?
3: Not even, a little bit.
0: (laughs) Anyone? All right. You have your cities written down?
3: Lauren has
0: hers written down. Andrew, you're running out of time. I know. Hurry up. Hurry up.
3: I just committed, but yes, they are written down.
0: (laughs) By the way, Watson with 12. Lauren with nine. And Andrew with seven. Whatever, whatever. Are you ready? I don't track followers. Are you ready? Okay. By the way, this is the first time I had in a while. Number one, Gotham, New York City. Did anybody have New York City as number one? No.
1: No, but it's on my list. We are
0: now.
3: Okay. Number two. I have.
0: Number two, Kansas City, Kansas side.
3: Shut up wait if you
0: number two city. did anybody have kansas city i, or kansas K- city. Can- I can't do this number two no no i have number no one. one in the two position no. number three hollywood los angeles well
3: that's super cool it's
0: on my list anyone it's on your list but not it my a it's spot.
3: not on my list
0: <laughs> next atlanta
1: Number four, no, not you have
0: that in the four spot.
1: It's on my list. I'm just it's on the list. Okay, I'm just happy to show. And number
0: five, Kansas City, the Missouri side.
3: Yeah, yeah. You (laughs)
0: had Kansas. You had Kansas City in number five. I had Kansas City in the five spot.
3: We're gonna give
1: you a point for that, Watson. What if I had Overland Park?
3: I also
0: had Kansas City. That's That's not on the list. (laughs) That's
1: legit. What I put on. Okay, (laughs)
3: so
0: so with that, New York, York new york kansas city twice los angeles and atlanta who had entries for that individual points andrew with I three heard. bringing him up to 10 points watson had two bringing him up to 15 and lauren one
1: what
3: up i don't think you heard me i did have kansas city in the five spot so that counts oh. for something right okay
0: then you have 11 points What? Well, here you yeah. go to validate that Okay, (sighs) following number five was Chicago and number six, Dallas at number seven, Houston, number eight, Newark, number nine, and good old Philly in number 10. As a quick reminder, if you need to hire software engineers, testers, and leaders, let FullScale help. We have the people in the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. When you visit FullScale.io, all you need to do is answer a few questions and let our platform match you up with our fully vetted, highly experienced team of software engineers, testers, and leaders. At FullScale, we specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit FullScale.io. Okay, this next one is a little easier. We're doing a simple over under. So on your sheet, we're going to move faster here. Okay, we are going to move faster here. So you're going to write over or under. I'm going to give you a number, and you think the real answer is over or under. Roy Scott from Healthy Hip Hop has appeared on the podcast three times. Is that correct? Do you think it's over, or under, or correct? Three possible answers. What do you got? So, if, All right, so if I say an under that,
2: if so, if I say under, I think he's really been on more than three times. You think he's been on twice? Oh, so okay.
3: So I put correct. I think that's an accurate. You think number. he's been
0: on three times. Yeah, it's over. Correct or under? Andrew, what do you got?
1: Over means he's been on more than
0: 3 more than 3 times over over two he has been on four times so that is an over <laughs> that is an over one point for watson bringing him to here. 16 one point for andrew bringing him to 11 and tying him with lauren but well behind okay how many the number of episodes that matt and matt have been on together 300 over under or right on the money. Three, two, one. What do you got? I have over. Lawrence going with over. What do you got, Andrew? Over. Watson? Over. You are all correct. Woo! 318 yeah. episodes with Matt Dang. and Matt involved. And wow. Okay. Everyone got that right. No change in status. All right. The number of episodes that Matt DeCourcy has been a a solo host on, meaning without Matt Watson, 350 over, under, or right on the money.
3: Um,
0: Time for answers. What do you got?
1: go, Go for the win. Andrew, I went over. You're first.
3: Went over.
0: You're going yeah. went over? I went under. Everyone, you went under? Yeah. But Watson, over. Over. Lauren? Over. Over is correct. I have been the host of 357 shows without the other Matt as well.
1: Wow.
2: Aw. Okay. went
1: for the Went for the win. For the so win.
0: wait, who had that right? Watson? Me. Me. Hudson's Maybe. running away with this shit. And Lauren? Yeah. yeah. At 13. It's 18 to 13 to Andrew has some points that 12. Okay. The number of episodes that Lauren has hosted, not including Top Cities episodes, is 110. Over, under,
2: or correct? I have no idea. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I can't believe the answer to these is all over, though. It could be over, or under, or on the
0: money. I. Uh, all right, it's I'm time gone. for answers. You're first, Watson. Under. Thanks, man. Andrew.
3: <laughs>
1: under,
0: barely. Uh,
3: I Lauren. said over, but only because it my heart Over
0: was- is correct. Yeah. Lauren has hosted 126 episodes by herself without not counting top cities that moves lauren up to 14 points andrew you're in last place congratulations all right (laughs) the number of episodes andrew has hosted is 120
2: over under or on the money Well, we know the answer to every question is over. So I'm going over.
3: I actually, I was an outlier. I actually went
2: under.
0: <laughs> All right. Who's got the answer? Andrew. Over. Over is correct. Lauren. Not a bitch. <laughs> Lauren went with under. She's in, in I did. Watson. I'm assuming well, you went with over. Angela, over. That
3: was not that was not directed at you in any way. It was mostly like we've surely got to have an under at some point here. Quality yeah. over quantity. You know. I was Quality just over right,
0: Next question. The number of individual episodes Watsons hosted without DeCourcy is 45. Over, under, or on the money. Hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Watson, what's your answer? Under. Andrew. On the money. On the money. <laughs> Lauren.
3: Also on the money.
0: Incorrect. Correct. The number is 34. Under gets the win. Watson, 20 points. Andrew, 13 and Lauren with 14. Okay. (laughs) Now for the super, uh, that we're almost done here. The super duper bonus round. These are worth two points apiece. Who has been the host? Okay. We have two different hosting platforms, only the one that we've been using since 2019, which represents 70, 80% of our total stats. The first part of it was a little sketchy. Who was the host? of the most popular episode in modern platform history. Write down a host, all three of you. This is for two points each. Three, two, one. Lauren, what's your answer? DeCourcy. Watson.
2: Matt.
3: Which one? You don't get to play
2: (laughs) that way. DeCourcy. And Andrew. (laughs) Me. The correct
0: answer is Andrew Morgan's. Woo! Oh, wow! What well episode? Yes, yes. Right, starting an e-commerce business.
3: now. Oh, this is starting
0: old. an e-commerce business <laughs> is the most popular episode in recent history. All right, the second most popular episode was hosted by
1: three, two, one.
2: Mean. Andrew, you go. Lauren. Watson? I'm going to say Lauren. I'm going to say
3: the Corsi because I don't think my episodes are that popular.
2: (laughs) All
0: are incorrect. Matt and Matt. Oh, all right. Creating a go-to market strategy. No one gets any points.
3: I get a a point. I get a point. The
0: final one is worth five (laughs) points. And that's only so I can give Lauren, Andrew Morgan's, a chance to catch up with Watson, who is running away with this. The third most popular episode in modern platform history was hosted by, you have five seconds to come up with your answers. Three, two, one. Lauren, what do you got?
3: Uh, I said me because I think Kristen Thomas was a really popular episode, right? Andrew,
0: what's your answer? lauren
2: watson de
0: DeCourcy <laughs> is correct Damn. watson well watson you ran away with this well, do you sorry, have sorry. an organization or charity in mind for the one thousand dollar donation uh can we give it to innovate her we can all right and then, congratulations what? lauren oh, on having the worst point oh. total but having the most benefit from the show
3: and that (laughs)
0: is the crescendo and the ultimate win of the episode 1000 fifth birthday four million downloads extravaganza
3: (laughs) all right this is a hug for you and
0: the world's (laughs) quickest outro what does everyone want to say on the way out lauren
3: catch you on the flip side i don't know
0: andrew
1: Thank you, Hustlers. We'll see you next time.
0: Watson. Can't can't wait to do this another five years. I just want to say thank you for all the people that paid attention to all of our bullshit over the last five years. If you didn't listen, we'd just be sitting here talking to each other. I'm going to catch up with you guys maybe in another thousand episodes and hopefully 10 million more downloads next time. See you around.